1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. And good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another version of MoneyWise brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. And welcome to attorney Tenny Lance. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone. You know, I haven't seen you for a long time. It's really nice to have you on the radio show. Oh, wait a minute. That was this morning, wasn't it? <laughs> Welcome, Tenny. I thank you. I'm glad to be here. Tenny is my spouse, right? <laughs> yes. Where did that come from? I don't know. Tenny's also a leading attorney in the whole of eastern Massachusetts on the subject of estate planning and real estate matters and most importantly, perhaps for many people, protecting your assets from a nursing home. So, Tenny, you're the... Uh, uh, managing partner for Lancelot Inc., and you're located at 352 Fonts Corner Road in Dartmouth. That's right. Almost across the street from Vanity Fair and the UMass Law School. So, ladies and gentlemen, if we were meeting here on the radio one year from today and thinking about the goals and things that you would like to achieve, what has to have happened in your life you to realize some of these goals that you may have. Well, today we're going to be talking about financial spring cleaning. It's still a little bit of spring left in this, isn't there, Tenny? Oh, there's, there's quite a bit of spring left, I'm afraid. It's often very cold this spring. Actually, there's spring left in me, too. How about, is there spring left in you? <laughs> of course. Of course. We always have spring in us. But, you know, the funny thing is that most people simply put off the thing that's probably most important to them. If I asked you, for example, would you like to retire someday? Would you like to not just live paycheck to paycheck? Would you like to be able to help contribute to put children or grandchildren through school, perhaps? Is there a new vehicle that you've been putting off you want to buy? What's your, what are your financial goals? Do you want to make sure that people aren't going to fight about your assets when you're gone? Well, you need to do some things if you want to make sure that your goals are going to be realized. So today we're going to talk a little bit about a spring financial checkup. It is still spring, after all, for a little while longer. Right, Denny? For a little while. Then we get the best time of year here. Love summer down here. Yep. We're also going to be talking about some important tax changes coming up. You know, it seems like every time we start to learn about taxes and understand them that there's more changes taking place because taxes are based upon nothing but special interest. Congress wants to impact economic policy or they want to give some benefit to oil drillers down in Texas so they give them an oil depletion allowance and lots and lots of things. But there's some interesting things coming up we're going to talk about today dealing with something called a new SECURE Act, S-E-C-U-R-E which is a funny name. Uh, let's see if I can find it. It stands for Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Enhancement Act. <laughs> they they <laughs> always make the worst words yes. out of bill titles, yep, they law do. titles. So it's going to be called the SECURE Act. It's already passed the House of Representatives. It's heading for the Senate, and it passed on a bipartisan basis, which means both houses, both Republicans and Democrats um, in the House of Representatives, supported this uh, very strongly, not unanimously. And the Senate is expected to, and if it does pass the Senate, then the president is expected to sign it. So I'm going to keep you guessing for just a little bit, but it's going to make some very important changes for 
401k accounts, IRA accounts. When do you have to take out money? Right now you have to take it out at 70 and a half, for example. They're going to change that to age 72 to recognize that we're all living longer. And there's always the question of whether any of that is grandfathered. Um, Well, that'll have to be worked out in conference. It'll have to be worked out with regulations. Is it going to be effective only in 2020 or is it going to be effective immediately when they pass it? Um, There's so many answers. That's the reason that I find taxes very interesting to talk about, Tenny, because it's always changing. There's always interpretations. And boy, if you can pay attention to some of the rules, then it's going to make a big difference in your life. Well, it's true what you said about um, how things are interpreted. I mean, people believe that laws are made, cut and dry. Laws are made, but that's not really the way law works. Law is based on not only what the written law bill says, but how it's interpreted both by uh, the IRS or by the courts or whatever. So we live in a very um, unusual society in the sense of what is law around here anyway? Um, It's really based on English common law, which is based upon a lot of interpretation. Well, I like tax law. I like to think sometimes of tax law as being a little bit like the elephant. Now, what in the heck was God thinking when he designed the elephant? I mean, you get a little bitty stringy tail on one end, and you get this big trunk on the other end. And I'm not sure which either end knows what the other end is doing. Sort of and like you have a big, taxes. bulky unknown in the middle. Right. Well, we won't go too far with that analogy, um, and that's not a political comment either. Uh, take a look at the donkey, for example. <laughs> no, we won't go there. Well, we are going to come back in a couple minutes and talk about the proposed SECURE Act. I think it's supposed to make you feel better by having that unusual name. You're going to feel more secure. In fact, when I talk to you about it in a couple minutes, they're going to do something to take away money from you faster. So Congress never does anything to just give you something. On the other hand, they're going to make you pay for something. But today we want to talk about spring financial cleaning, spring financial checkup, and I actually know people who, when spring arrives, they say, this is the day that I have to tear my house apart and make sure I clean everything. I know. Wash walls, wash curtains. My goodness, I have not done that for a very long while. It's probably an old-fashioned concept, I suspect. Don't you think so? But we are going to talk mostly about money today because money is a good subject. Uh, Will Rogers once said that too many people spend money they earned to buy things they don't want, to impress people they don't like. You've heard that before? Yes. Yeah, Will Rogers was a great uh, humanitarian and um, great spokesman for this country. But let's talk about life changes. What's happened in your life, ladies and gentlemen, this past year? Did somebody in your family have a new child, a new baby? Did somebody die and maybe you inherited some money? Did you buy a new home? Did you refinance your mortgage? Did you buy a new car? Did you have changes in employment? Did you start a new job? Did you lose a job? Has something happened to your health? And what other unexpected things have happened? Maybe you are even thinking about retirement or maybe you actually retired. But the fact is our lives don't stay the same. Our lives change every single year, don't they, Tenny? They do indeed. Um, Sometimes 
you're not really aware of a change and all of a sudden you sort of wake up and say, gee, that's different from what I used to do. Yeah, so if nothing happened in your life this past year, then you could probably just whistle while we talk. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, you don't know how to whistle. Stop it. (laughs) But seriously, it's highly unlikely that something of an unusual nature has not happened in your life this past year. And if you've had changes in your life, then you need to think about, well, should I change my insurance coverage? Do I have enough insurance coverage on my house? Do I have insurance coverage at all on my apartment? What happens if you get burned out of your apartment? What about your investments? Uh, The stock market has been up and down and sideways and everything in just the last four or five months. What about retirement planning? Are you concerned about retirement? Have you put aside enough money for retirement? Has your tax bracket changed? I'm gonna actually give a tax tip early that I don't usually do until later in the program because I think this one's really important. I've had several clients, Tenny, talk to me recently that when they did their income tax return, they ended up having to pay money for the first time. They're used to getting a refund and they didn't. So if you found yourself in a position where you didn't expect to owe money to the IRS when you filed your 2018 return, or if your refund was too small or too large, then you really need to think about changing or adjusting your withholding from your employer. You can either do this through your employer themselves. You can make your own calculations. Um, The IRS actually has a withholding calculator on its website. So simply go to uh, irs.gov, and on there you have to go to individuals, and you go IRS withholding calculator. But... If you go to irs.gov, that's sufficient. It'll get you there. And it figures out how many allowances you should claim on your withholding form, which is called the W-4 form. And if you have a more complicated situation, there's also an IRS publication you can download, and it's called IRS Publication 505. But don't do nothing. If you found yourself where you suddenly had to pay money, you need to get out of the, the rut that you're in because the same thing will happen to you possibly next year. And probably what people may not understand is that you can choose your withholding level. You don't have to abide by what the typical one is. Is that correct? It is correct. And some people, for example, um, claim fewer deductions because they want more money withheld, uh, fewer uh, dependents and they get a larger refund. But what you're doing is you're making a tax-free loan to the IRS, to the government. Right. A lot of people really like that refund in the spring. But the government has had your money all that time, and they're not paying you anything on it. Yep. So uh, Christopher Rice once said that every day is a bank account, and time is our currency. No one is rich. No one is poor. We've got 24 hours each. Well, that's true as far as time is concerned. But we want to give you some ideas for things that you might want to do for uh, spring cleaning. So we talked about, has something changed in your life in the past year especially? And the next thing you do is if something has changed in your life, maybe you need to take a new look at your budget. Re-examine your budget. Um, As we've mentioned, uh, call us anytime at 508-998-8858. We'll send you a free budget form. It's very simple. doesn't take a lot of energy to fill it out. 
but um, you want to make sure that your earnings and your expenses correlate with each other. It's interesting. The, the many articles I read in preparation for today all really mention budget as the first thing to do. And uh, so it's important, people, to, to know what your income levels are and how that compares to what your expenses are. Otherwise, you really cannot plan. Well, I just met with somebody in the last couple of days um, who's married. and It's a second marriage for her and for her husband both. And the husband happens to make more money, has a larger social security amount. Um, his wife has a lesser social security account. They were both in the office. Um, you were in that meeting with me. And right. the wife is concerned because she doesn't know if her husband should die before she does. What is she going to have left for income? And so we talked about that a little bit. And... First of all, they each get a social security check and the husband's is larger. So if the husband should die first, then his surviving wife is going to be able to claim the larger of the two checks. But she won't get both. Right. And he gets a pension. And it's always interesting to find out whether or not the pension will continue after the pensioner's death. In in his case, uh, his pension because it was taken out before he had his second marriage, is only going to continue for his life. When he dies, that pension will not continue for his widow if she survives. That's something that uh, I don't think a lot of people realize when they do retire and they may get a pension, that they have choices about how to take that pension. And you can explain that more. We do a lot of pension counseling. Before you retire, sit down and let's take a look and see what your options are. You might get a little less money, but maybe you want to make sure that your surviving spouse will get 50% or 75% of your pension. And um, another way that people do that sometimes is they'll say, well, I'm going to take the largest amount possible, which is only for my lifetime, but then I'm going to carry some life insurance, which will make up the difference. Yes. Maybe it will. That's an option. Maybe it won't. So it needs to be analyzed. But in any event, um, yeah, I talk a lot about budgets. So... With this particular couple, what I said is, here's a couple of things you need to know. Right now you have two social security checks. If the husband dies first, yes, the surviving widow will get only the larger of the two checks, but she's not going to get her own. So that income is now actually reduced. Secondly, they have a pension that he gets right now, and that pension will no longer be there. So we need to take a look at her other assets and make sure that there's going to be enough income. And income planning is critical. And she said, well, I have no idea, you know, what we spend. So that was my perfect opening. I said, here is a budget form. You need to fill it out. And don't assume that the budget is going to show smaller expenses when one spouse dies because you still have to pay the heat, the utilities, the car expenses, everything else. So plan that you're going to have the same expenses. You might have less income. And how can we make up that difference? How can we cover that income gap? So budget, budget, budget. Do a budget. We'll give you a form for free. No obligation. Um, next thing is um, reduce your debt. Spring cleaning means why don't you sit down and make a list of any credit cards, debts, other items you have in one column. The next column, why don't you put down what do you pay for monthly um, costs, monthly expenses for those. Third thing is, what's the interest rate you're paying on those credit cards, for example? 
And if you've got credit cards that are paying 32% interest to 29% interest, and some of them are, maybe you want to work as a goal to pay off some of those things first. Pay off the ones that are charging you the highest interest rate. Good planning, Tenny? Absolutely. Uh, it's also critical to get your credit report every year from the three credit sources or uh, reporting agencies. Um, that's what Experion, TransUnion, and Equifax. Uh, and they, they, by law, have to provide you with a free report once a year. And by the way, just make an appointment at the office and say, I want to make a, an appointment to do a spring financial checkup, and we'll be happy to do that. Whether you think you have a lot of assets or a smaller amount of assets, give us a call. Uh, give Tenny a call, 508-998-8800. Tenny, tell us uh, about the upcoming event you have on June 18th, I think it is. Yes, it's a little ways away yet, but uh, we would love to have you call and make a reservation for what we are calling our Lunch and Learn, part of our Lunch and Learn series. And this one is going to be based on um, basic documents that everyone should have, whether or not you are rich or poor, whether or not you are older, or whether you're just turning 18. Everyone ought to have a lot of these documents. So we will talk about that at our June 18th workshop. It will be noon to 1.30 in our office, and all we ask is that you call and make a reservation so we will know whether or not uh, to have enough food for you so uh, and enough seats, of course. So please call us at 508-998-8800 and make a reservation for that event. And there's no obligation or cost to attend. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Ian Rand, who is a novelist and philosopher and uh, some would say an extreme philosopher, once wrote, money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. So only you who are listening can make financial decisions. So I'm going to give a quick summary of what we've said so far. If you had any changes in your life recently or you're expecting changes in your life, then you need to do something about it. You need to start with your budget. You need to catalog your debts and look at your debts you know what else is really important that people don't think about a lot is your credit rating, your credit report. Whether right. you have, If you have a good credit rating, uh, that means you can borrow money cheaper when you need to borrow it. If you don't have a good credit report and credit rating, what it means is that it'll cost you more money if you want to buy a house, buy a car, or anything else. So that should be everybody's important goal. Number one, to check their credit report. And number two, then say to yourself, all right, as a goal, what else can I do to improve it? Well, it's also important to check between the three reporting agencies to make sure that they're all reporting the same thing. And if one of them is incorrect, to make a, a correction to it. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not a fun thing to do. But it's an important thing to do. And I want to give you a quotation from Norman Vincent Peale. He was a minister, philosopher, writer. He said, empty pockets never held anyone back. Only empty heads and empty hearts can do that. Oh, that's such a nice thought. It's just that it's not quite true. <laughs> well, words sometimes sound nice, don't they? <laughs> Money is important no matter what. Money is important. 
Well, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, he who loses money loses much. He who loses a friend loses much more. He who loses faith loses all. Oh, she was a great lady. Eleanor Roosevelt was a great philosopher. She was probably smarter than her husband was, but that's true in many situations, isn't it, Tenny? Yes. You don't have to agree with me so quickly. I meant that in a very general general way. I understand. Yes, I'm sorry. Well, you have a better memory than I do. Um, we won't compare our various mental qualities, will we? <laughs> Not today. Not today. Um, well, how do you make money in this country anymore? Do you have any ideas about how do you make money, Jenny? I've got an idea for you. I'm not sure what you mean, but uh, work, 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 uh, other than that. All right. Well, uh, this is Malcolm Forbes. He said, I made my money the old-fashioned way. I was very nice to a wealthy relative right before he died. (laughs) So if you have any wealthy relatives out there, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we see far too much of that. You know what we see, which is really interesting We'll see a husband and wife, and maybe the husband dies first, and the, the wife survives. And then all the nieces and nephews, they sort of forget the surviving spouse, and they lose contact. And in some cases, it's to their detriment, because later they're going to be cut out of the will and cut out of the trust. Well, we We've certainly seen that. Yes, we certainly know a surviving widow who has a goodly amount of money, and really no family except some nephews. And those nephews have been uh, eliminated from her will provisions because they just never pay any attention to her. Totally absent. I mean, you shouldn't do it for the money anyway, obviously. You should do it because you care and you have some concern about this person. But a lot of people just go their own way and forget it. And sorry, folks. And life is busy, but there's nothing more important than people friends, relatives, people who need you. Right. So I have to give you one more money quote as we're coming up closer to our break. Um, You know, we do a lot of work with uh, financial services and financial planning and showing people how to put money in places where they won't lose it. Um, You know, deferred indexed annuities are one good example of that where you cannot lose principal. But uh, this is an interesting quotation from Robert Allen. How many millionaires do you know who have become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? I rest my case. What we tell people a lot, the banks are only making money on you. But don't you find it amazing, Tenny, how how many people have not done any planning at all? They put it off. Uh, They're superstitious about it, but they just put it off. I I think we are a nation of procrastinators. Well... We are a very fortunate nation. Most people can get by, and therefore, why spend a lot of time planning for what might happen? Um, People are very busy. Their lives are full, and planning is not the most fun thing to do sometimes, although we continue to tell people that if you don't plan, it's not uh, likely to be a good end. And we have to plan every week in order to prepare for the show. I'd like to remind everybody that if you are interested in any of the many, many uh, publications that the law firm Lance Law and Tenney have to offer, give them a call. I know you have uh, things that explain the differences between wills and trusts. You have articles on veterans' benefits. You have articles on 
Medicaid planning and nursing home protection. Right. Um, And we would be happy to send those publications out to you if you could tell us what your particular interest is and give us a call. And on the uh, USA Wealth side, we have information on some of the key tax changes that have taken place. We've got information on um, budgeting and cutting college costs. We've got many, many publications and things that are useful. If you're not concerned about money, then, you know, just don't do anything. But gosh, it, it's it's the force that drives us all, isn't it, Tenny? Um, yes, and, and some people are quite content to live as they are in hopes that everything will remain the same. But as you always say, there rarely happens. Changes occur constantly. And it's not just about being lucky. Uh, Thomas Jefferson once said, I'm a great believer in luck, and I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. Isn't that a nice quotation from Thomas Jefferson? Yes. I like that one. Well, we're going to come back after a very short break. We're going to continue to talking about um, checklist, eight essential questions to ask yourself to do financial spring cleaning. Stay tuned, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. You know, so many things have been happening on the news lately. One of the stories that I like to tell sometimes is that pretty soon we're going to be talking about hurricane preparation, things you need to do to get ready for hurricanes. We are just about to begin the hurricane season. The prediction so far is that we'll have fewer hurricanes this year than we've had in the past. And yet we really haven't had a hurricane since, was it Hurricane Bob Bob in 1991? I'm not sure of the date, but yes, Hurricane Bob was the last one that really hit our area hard. So you might say we're overdue, but I'm not sure that you can ever accurately forecast the weather. Look at all the tornadoes. They've had the most tornadoes in just the month of May in the Midwest and Texas and Oklahoma and oh, Kansas numbers. cities. And it's coming up on the anniversary of the Worcester tornado that was... So important in your life. Yep, that was in June. I was in the middle of that when I was a kid. Uh, Very, very uh, memorable event, horrible event. Um, But the interesting thing is to think about the difference between hurricanes and tornadoes. So here's what happens if we have a hurricane. Um, First of all, you see the weather patterns. You see the storm coming across the Atlantic. Then they've speculate, well, it could take this course or it could take that course. And then as it gets closer and closer, still a couple of days away, all of a sudden they say, yep, it's going to go straight for you. And so now when you know that the hurricane is coming, what do people do? They go out to the stores. They buy bottles of water. They fill their gas tanks up with gas. They they put... put put boards up over windows. They have time to do all of these preparations. Exactly. So you've got time to do that. And you've got time to prepare. And then you say, all right, I'm going to take the day off today and just sort of weather it out and see what happens. But you have time to plan and you have time to prepare. For most people in life, it's not like that, is it? It's not like that. You can't predict when you're going to have uh, a disaster in your family. Um, And it's The difference between hurricane planning and tornado planning is that you have very little time for tornado planning. You might get notice that there's bad weather patterns, and obviously with what's going on now, everybody is is really spooked out in the Midwest and wondering when is it going to be over, when is this pattern going to change. 
but you can't predict it. But people get very complacent in their lives and they think, well, I'm pretty comfortable now. I think that will go on for an endless amount of time and therefore they don't do any planning. The other interesting thing that I've been watching in the news in the last week or two is that many of these tornadoes have come in the middle of the night. Yes, and the I only think way that's you see them on really the news, scary. The only way you can see them on the news is because there's a flash of lightning and all of a sudden you see this monster tornado that's illuminated by the lightning. But the fact is you have very little time to plan for a tornado. You've got a lot more time to plan for a hurricane. And life is sort of like that. Your budget is sort of like that. Your estate plan is sort of like that. When things happen quickly, if you haven't planned, it may be too late. So think of planning uh, now and not waiting until something unexpected hits. That's the difference between planning for a hurricane and not being able to plan for a tornado. We don't want to have a tornado in your life. We've got a lot of great publications, as we were mentioning earlier. And as we talk about financial spring cleaning, this is a good time of year to think about what else should I be doing right now? Well, the easy thing is you go out and you plant some flowers in your garden if you have a garden. And it's a time of renewal. It's a time of looking forward to a change in the weather. It's a time of, you know, getting a breath of fresh air in the house and opening the windows. What should you be doing in your financial life or your legal life? So you got to do a legal checkup with Tenny, first of all, right? Yes, we're going to be talking about some of the very important things that you ought to be doing, basic documents that you ought to have in place. We are holding this workshop, as we mentioned, on June 18th at noontime at our office, and we'll talk about the very important basic things that you should have in place, whether it's wills or durable powers of attorney or health documents. Um, And many people who are in their younger years, just turned 18, just finished college, just had their first child, they're so busy with everything else that they don't think about these things critical though to think about them and as i said on the usa wealth side of things we'd like to take a look at your finances your budget your investment needs and strategies uh, paul samuelson who is a, a famous uh, economist i think he won the nobel prize if i can remember correctly once said investing should be more like watching paint dry or watching grass grow if you want excitement take 800 dollars and go to las vegas <laughs> And only 800. (laughs) Yeah, or limit what you're going to take. Um, If I ever play slot machines, which I haven't for years, I take a limited amount of money, and and it's less than $100. And I say, that's it. That's all I'm going to spend when that money is gone. Well, that was entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) But my philosophy is, why not save the $100 to begin with? Because it only took you five or ten minutes to lose it in the slot machines. Well, that's because I want the excitement and you like to watch the grass grow. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Well, another quotation about investment and borrowing. Um, Nathan Morris once wrote, every time you borrow money, you're robbing your future self. So think about that. You borrow money, you have to pay it back. That's a good quote. That is a good quote. I like that. Yeah. So we have this interesting little publication. We always do research for uh, these shows. This is called Financial Spring Cleaning and Essential Questions to Ask Yourself. I want to zip through these really quickly because I want to come back and talk about this secure tax bill. 
One, do I have a budget? Is it working? Two, am I properly insured? I wonder how many people ever ask themselves that question. It's easy enough to check it out. And it's easy to check it out in our office with the uh, Lance Family Insurance Agency. Just give us a call there. Cheryl is very good at comparing quotes. She's more than very good. She's outstanding. Yep. We, we really have a an outstanding team of great individuals. Um, I, you know, I, I can't even single out any one of them. They're just really terrific. Yep. And but, virtually always she can save money. And if she can't, she tells you so. Yep. Uh, and all you have to do is come in with a copy of your, uh, what they call the deck page, your declarations page, which shows what your coverages are. And she can tell you in a fairly short while whether you are paying too much, have enough coverage. Sometimes she'll increase coverages and still save you money. I'm sorry I, I interrupted your list there. That's okay. The next item is, is my debt under control? Uh, do you live debt-free or do you have debt? Most people today have some kind of debt. There are things you can do about it. Number four is, am I saving enough for retirement? And we've got lots and lots of things to help you with that. Number five, is there enough in my emergency fund? Even this past week, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal, which we've used before and said before, but every once in a while it pops up again, says that the majority of Americans in this country, the majority, could not put their hands on $400 if they had to. That's more than half of everybody listening today couldn't put your hands on $400 if you had to. I wonder where $400 derived from. What, why did they use that number? I don't know. Um, but most people don't have money saved enough for an emergency fund. Number six, we talked about a little earlier. Do I need to change my tax withholdings? Go into irs.gov. They have a calculator. You can figure out whether you're having enough money withheld. Change it if you need to change it. Number seven, what's on my credit report? Gosh, if you don't check your credit report a couple times a year at least and know what it is, you're really doing yourself a disservice and it's costing you more money on everything else you do. Uh, number eight is what we were just talking about is my estate plan, what I want it to be. These are sort of eight essentials of questions you should ask yourself. If you want to copy this report, it's very brief. It's about four or five pages long. Call us. We'll mail you a copy. Uh, 508-998-8858. We'll send you a copy. I think that would be a useful thing for people to obtain because it's it's often easier to do things when you have a plan and this sets out a plan for you, what to do and how to do it. So here's an article that was just in the paper. Uh, it was in the Wall Street Journal on May 24, 2019. House approves big changes to 401Ks. And the House bill, which was passed by an overwhelming majority, that's both house, both parties, and expected to be taken up by the Senate before it goes to President Trump's desk, it will encourage 401k-type plans to offer annuities. Um, this is really interesting since we historically have done a lot of work in this area. And annuities are a way, it's an insurance contract that, uh, in the end, can guarantee you a monthly income stream for as long as you live or for both you and your spouse. A um, number of key features about this bill, and it is expected to become law. What we don't know at this point, Tenny, is how long will it take or when will it become effective? And right. how long will it take the uh, 
the IRS, the Treasury, to write regulations for to this. To interpret it, right. And to interpret it. But it, it's fun. You know, I enjoy this kind of stuff, as you know. Um, <laughs> yes, we know you love taxes. When I sit down at night, I don't watch television, ladies and gentlemen. I just read taxes. No, I'm just kidding. Boring. <laughs> but some of the key changes they're going to talk about was uh, right now, as you know, if you're 70 and a half, you must start taking money out of your IRA, 401k. They're going to increase that age. The House bill increases it to age 72, which means you can let money accumulate longer if you don't need it. It also means that maybe people are needing to work longer and contribute longer. So there'll be some interesting provisions about that. Um, this one I thought was really interesting. What if you're a brand new parent and you've got a 401k at work or you've got an IRA on your own? Um, the new bill proposed would allow new parents to take $5,000 within a year of the birth of their child or the adoption of a child to cover birth and hospital or adoption-related expenses. I thought that was kind of interesting. It is interesting. The thing that is always amazing to me is that these ideas are wonderful, but in reality, what new parent has $5,000 to set aside? It's, it's, it's aimed at um, something that is uh, pie in the sky, it seems to me. Well, what it shows me also is that uh, it's a really big reminder that every single thing in the tax code is a result of some special interest in exactly. some form, whether it's allowing homeowners to deduct the interest on their home mortgage and their real estate taxes. Why? Because it encourages home ownership, which encourages home construction, which helps contractors and, and suppliers. It encourages the banking industry. So always remember that every single thing in the tax code is, is a reflection of some economic decision or special interest decision. The other one that's very interesting is we've talked a lot about doing stretch IRAs, and here's how that works. Right now under current law, Let's say you have a husband and wife, and let's say the husband dies first, and his IRA account goes tax-free over to his wife as a spousal rollover, which is what happens. But you have to do some things to accomplish that. And then the wife, let's say, has uh, children named as secondary beneficiaries. Well, under present law, when the second spouse dies, let's say it's the wife, um, the kids have several options. One is they can take all the money from the IRA at one time as one lump sum. But the problem is that it's ordinary income to the child. It adds on to their income for the year, and they're going to waste a lot of that money on income taxes. So under present law, the children, or doesn't even have to be a child, it can be any younger named beneficiary, relative or not, they can take that money out over their own life expectancy and not take it as a lump sum and pay a lot of taxes and lose a lot of the benefit. And that's called a stretch IRA or an inherited IRA. So under this new House bill that's passed, that rule is going to change. You no longer can take it out over your life expectancy if this becomes the law. You have to take it out within 10 years. That's going to have a big impact on lots of people. And It will. And again, it's aimed at raising money. We have spent far too much money in this country on wars and uh, all kinds of things that may not be individual priorities, and now we have to pay it. Uh, so the, the laws that are going to be coming down the road, I'm afraid, 
are going to be more and more detrimental to the average American. Well, we'll continue to keep everybody um, informed about this new SECURE Act and when it becomes effective and when the Senate passes it and then if the president signs it, which he's expecting to, um, it's expected that he'll sign it. But um, so we won't talk a lot more about it, The other, the only, except for one quick little thing. It'll also mean that you can uh, contribute longer uh, to an IRA or 401k account at an older age. Uh, right now they're talking age 72. Um, current law, you have to stop contributing. You may no longer contribute to an IRA account after age uh, 70 and a half. So we'll keep you posted on how those things are transpiring. Um, Zig Ziglar, one of the most famous insurance salespeople in the country, super salesman, wrote books, super motivator. He was a, one of the first people who was a true motivational speaker. Once said, rich people have small TVs and big libraries, and poor people have small libraries and big TVs. Think about that one for a minute. Where do you spend your money? How do you spend your money? Do you really have to have a four-wheel ATV to go away on the weekend, or should you put your money into a retirement account instead? I've got lots and lots of quotations. So here's one that I used a few weeks ago, but I like it. This is not a political statement. This is from Joe Biden. Don't tell me what you value. Show me your budget and I'll tell you what you value. That's a true statement, isn't it? What do you spend your money on? Well, if you don't know what you spend your money on, then you should know what you spend your money on. So, Tenny, uh, let's talk just very quickly about this program that you've got coming up as one last sort of commercial for that. Well, we'd love to see everyone at this workshop. Uh, It will be held on June 18th, which I believe is a Tuesday, and uh, it is from noon to 1.30, and we'll give you lunch along the way. Um, so if you'd like to come and learn about the basic documents that everybody, whether you're 20 or 70, and whether you're rich or poor, every, doc, every person should have these documents in place, uh, please give our office a call at 508-998-8800, and we'd love to reserve a space for you. You know, I don't think there's any such thing as learning too much about your finances and how to plan your finances and how to take care of protecting your family. I don't think you can do enough to protect your family. I suspect most people would agree with that statement, don't you think? Well, yes, and a lot of people are very um, good about doing it and pay attention all the time, but it's always important to keep it in mind and to look at it regularly because things do change, whether it's the law, as you've been mentioning, or whether there are factors in your family that have changed over the last couple of years since you looked at your documents. Denny, are you familiar with the name Vince Lombardi? Uh, we, how many trophies did we get to see a couple of weeks ago? Five? Six? How many of Patriots? I don't know how many. You're looking at me like I am really dumb. How many Patriot trophies are there? He had nothing nothing to do with the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) The Vince Lombardi trophy. That's the trophy, yes. But he was a very famous football coach, but he had nothing to do with the Patriots. But that's not a bad connection. All right, I approve of that. Uh, He was a phenomenal coach. 
and I'll, I'm going to have to stretch my memory to think of was was it um, Notre Dame? I can't remember. Um, Look it up in your Google and tell me who, which team he coached. Gosh, I've forgotten that. But uh, great motivator, great coach, um, huge records. Just put in Vince Lombardi in Google. We'll pop it up. He said, it is time for us to stand and cheer for the doer, the achiever, the one who recognizes the challenge and does something about it. And he was actually the coach of Green Bay. So I okay. already got the You're answer. Right. Thank You're you, right. <laughs> that one didn't come up very quickly. No. <laughs> um, I remember that, that he was just one of the winningest coaches ever, but he also has some great quotations. And uh, you have to be willing to take a chance with certain things, but you want, don't want to take a chance with your finances. You've got to do some planning. You've got to do some important things. Can I give you my John Wayne quotation for today? <laughs> Your voice needs to be even lower. Courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway. <laughs> That's uh, John Wayne. I like John Wayne. I used to watch all the old John Wayne movies. I know you did. That dates us, doesn't it, Tenny? <laughs> or dates me or something. Actually, I won't go into the fact that I married an older woman. Ah, oh, yes. She's six Wait. months, six months older than me. <laughs> But younger in heart and spirit? Um, me or you? <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. As long as you can keep laughing at my stupid jokes, that's, that's all that matters. I know. My, our children always say, why do you laugh at him? It only encourages it. Well, I don't know. Different things keep marriages together. And right. Maybe that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No more personal stories. Listen, call us and give us a call and get one of our financial spring cleaning and eight essential questions to ask yourself. You know, when I look at this list, and we're wrapping up right now, um, do I have a budget? Am I properly insured? Is my debt under control? Am I saving enough for retirement? Is there enough in my emergency fund? Do I need to change my tax withholdings? What's on my credit report? And is my estate plan what I want it to be? There's one more that's not on this list that I'm going to add. Today, you really have to be very conscious of taxes and tax planning. Are you making the right choices? I've had people at the end of the year or even after the first of the year, and I've said to them, you know what? You're going to end up paying some taxes for last year. You haven't filed your tax return yet. It's before April. Um, why don't you contribute some money right now into an IRA account and get a deduction for the prior year? That'll save you some money. It'll give you a larger refund. It'll put money aside for retirement. I'm not sure that people even realize that they can do that. It's too late, of course, for this year, but that's not part of the change in the law that you've read? No. No, you can always do that late, later. Um, I want to give you uh, one more quotation uh, that really is relevant, I think, to what we're talking about today. This is from Mark Twain, one of my favorites. Twenty years from now, you will be more disappointed by all the things that you didn't do than by the ones that you did do. And I wonder how many people wake up every day thinking, when am I going to have time to do this? When am I going to have time to do that? Oh, it's true. We talk so often about bringing our grandsons down to Washington, D.C. to see the heart of our country. And uh, we haven't done it yet. We need to do that. No, we'll still do that. But all I'm asking today is to ask yourself the question, ladies and gentlemen, what else can I do to protect my family? What else can I do to improve my finances? 
and we can help you along the way with any of that. So give attorney Tenny Lance a call. Thank you for being on the show this morning, Tenny. Thank you for having me. And Please call about the lunch and learn, 508-998-8800. And I'm, I'm going to save one little quotation for last because I have it taped onto my computer in the office. But um, this is the time to do some financial spring cleaning, ladies and gentlemen. It's the time to do something for yourself. Don't say, I'm going to do it, and then don't do anything. Uh, take some action, and don't be disappointed. And you really can make a big difference in your life. And we're here to help you. That's the most important message I want to tell you today. So here's a, a couple of quick quotations I want to give you. I will save one special one uh, for last. First from Abraham Lincoln, let no feeling of discouragement prey upon you. And in the end, you are sure to succeed. So even Abraham Lincoln gave a lot of success advice. And then my last one is a little bit more blunt, um, but I like it, and I've got it taped onto my computer. Are you ready, Tenny? Are you wondering? I'm wondering. This is from Richard Branson, and Richard Branson uh, owns Virgin Air, and he had Virgin Records and a lot of companies like that. So his quotation, which is much more uh, short and succinct, is, screw it, let's do it. (laughs) So with that... I wish you a uh, happy Sunday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Happy June. Thank you, Tenny. Happy June. And uh, we'll see you again soon on the radio.